Sports fans rejoice. You're listening to My Team, My Voice with MTMV Sports. Hey, this is Amy Bentley with RWMS Group, and you are listening to MTMV Sports. Keep it locked. And now, the time fight fans all across the globe have been waiting for. It's the MTMV main card with your man, The Voice. As always, let's start off with some headlines and hot takes. Bellator is in Connecticut this weekend for Bellator 225, and there are so many names on the undercard. Fight fans are going to want to be in front of their screen all day long. Now, we'll talk about this more in the preview later on. What I want to talk about is the spot that they normally go to in Connecticut, which is Mohegan Sun. Though they're not there this weekend, Mohegan Sun will be getting one of Bellator's biggest fights later on this year. And it's one of their most anticipated rematches. Last time this fight happened, it was at the historic Fabulous Forum in Inglewood. This time, not only is the belt on the line, but also the title of welterweight Grand Prix champion and one million dollars. That's right. McDonald versus Lima 2 this October at Mohegan Sun. Now, Scott Coker teased this in a scrum this week as Bellator gives us 10 shows in 12 weeks. That would double the amount of dates that they have year to date and they're gearing up to do this now. But there could be some cooking of the books because they could be counting Dublin as two and Italy as three. Yeah, again, you know, old man Coker may be playing some, some games with the math. It really doesn't matter. We can expect a whole lot of martial arts from the Bay Area organization over the coming weeks. In the scrum, Scott said that they definitely had interest in both Kat Zangano and Cyborg and have been in talks with Cyborg's management. Though there's not a deal in place currently, they are working to secure one of the most dominant women in MMA history. And he wants to see Cyborg face his champ, Julia Budd. Hopefully, he'll have some news about it in the coming weeks. The UFC is set to break records in October. As Dana stated that UFC 243 has already sold 32,000 tickets and is on pace to sell out. Once configured, Marvel Arena should hold about 57,000 people, which will beat out UFC 129, which holds the current record at 55,724 attendants. Conor McGregor had an interview with Ariel Helwani that aired on Thursday of this week. In it, he addresses most recent rowdy behavior in which he struck a senior citizen because he refused to have a shot of proper 12 whiskey. Now the notorious one is in all-out damage control. This may have been the straw that breaks the camel's back of the people who support him. Social media has shown people pouring whiskey out 
on their lawn, on the street, pouring proper 12 in the toilet. I mean, yeah, it's getting bad. They are distancing themselves from this enigmatic man. In the interview with Ariel, he said that his behavior was inexcusable. And he tried to make things right with the gentleman soon after it occurred. Connor said that he has to get his head screwed on straight and start conducting himself in a fashion befitting a leader. What better way to spin a new narrative than to talk about what gained him notoriety in the first place? Fighting. He says he wants to give his fans something to cheer about again. At this point, he wants to fight just about anybody with a name. Connor also disclosed that he injured his left hand in training. And had it not been for that, he would have been scheduled to fight much sooner than he's scheduled now, which is not at all. He also claims that he broke his left foot about three weeks out of his fight with Habib and that he did not have a good camp for that. Excuses, excuses. He's shooting for a fight at the end of the year. At least that's what he says. So that means we could possibly see him in Vegas at the end of the year. Or maybe he'll make a repeat appearance at the Big Apple for the MSG card in November. Honestly, I think it's just a ploy on his part to try to get some positive media attention. Because I'm sure with everyone that I've seen piling on, pouring out proper 12, he's taking a beating in his liquor business. And it doesn't help his popularity as far as fighting and getting sponsors and things of that nature. Kinda loves the power that comes with him making a statement and getting a massive response. So I'm sure that this also helps to feed his ego. If anything, honestly, I think we'll see him fight maybe early next year. Our prayer list this week. On it, we've got Cain Velasquez, who lost his mother uh, this week. So definitely praying for him and his family and the loved ones of his mother. Also praying for Ricky Hatton, the former boxing champion video surface of him being publicly intoxicated recently and yeah it was not good at all he's been open about his struggles with mental health i've documented that here within the podcast and it's well documented uh, throughout many different outlets so definitely praying for him because not only is he open about that but he's also tried to provide support to fellow Brit boxer Tyson Fury with his mental health struggles as well birthdays for this week got tough four alum Chris lights out Lytle Sergey the paratrooper Kerry Tonoff who will headline Bellator 225 former UFC Bantamweight champ and one championship vice president Misha Cupcake Tate newly crowned UFC heavyweight champ Steve Miocic the the ever impressive and verbose and just enigmatic Don King 
former Team Alpha male coach Justin Buckholtz, Dylan El Jefe Danis, former Bellator welterweight champ Andre Korshkov, former Pride and Strikeforce champ Dan Hendo Henderson, and former three division boxing champion James Lights Out Tone. Started off the birthday with Lights Out Lionel, and we're ending the birthday segment and headlines and hot takes with Lights Out Tone. Speaking of former boxers and boxing in general, up next, some sweet science conversation and the old one too. Are you a believer who enjoys Marvel or DC comics? Do you just love a good superhero story? You do? Awesome. Then check out Waywater Entertainment's new digital comic, Legacy AD, now available on Amazon.com and the Amazon Kindle app. Get ready for a new superhero who loves and serves Jesus Christ. For more information, check out LegacyADCartoon.Squarespace.com. Yo, 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 this your boy E-Hud, God's MC, and you're listening to MTMV Sports. Keep it locked. Peace. Time to go between the ropes and step into the squared circle for the old one-two. In the Fight Nights update, I teased about the press conference that happened on Thursday. Well, it's official. Triple G versus Dervinchenko, October 5th at MSG. What was also rumored is now official as Eddie Hearn is a part of Team Triple G. Hearn was instrumental in getting Triple G to the zone. They continue to build and now Matchroom Boxing is a co-promoter for Triple G promotions. The stable of fighters at middleweight and super middleweight that Matchroom has made it an advantageous deal for both sides. That relationship extends to all Triple G promotion fighters and makes getting fights made for both groups much easier. One thing Hearn is doing is speaking on Triple G's behalf, making himself the target while the former champ looks good. That's helping to take pressure off the fighter which is what a good promoter should do he hit at canelo uh catching with a sneaky shot talking about how it's not new for golovkin to get ducked the title on the line on october 5th is one that was stripped from alvarez because his team couldn't get a deal done for the pound for pound champion now when golovkin signed with the zone it was a given in pretty much everyone's mind that a trilogy rubber match was not really a rubber match because the first one was a draw but a third bout between Golovkin and Canelo will be made and probably be made for some time this year Canelo has not wanted to fight Triple G why we don't know but again uh, this was why that sneaky shot was made by Eddie Hearn. Now, Lou DeBella, he took a more open shot when they were discussing why his fighter, Dervichenko, was challenging for the title because talks between DeBella and Golden Boy broke down, which helped to make this bout possible. 
it was rumored that Devonchenko was going to be fighting uh, Canelo and doing so around the Mexican Independence Day weekend. But that fell through as well as a number of other possible matchups that have been rumored to be on the table for Canelo. Frank Bruno said on his Twitter account, and I quote, I can't wait to open my first amateur boxing club in Northampton. I'm looking forward to training some up and coming fighters and giving something back. End quote. It's so good to see the champ investing in the future and hopefully saving some lives. In our televised lineup this weekend on Friday, August 23rd, from Broken Arrow, Oklahoma, on Showtime, you've got 8 0 with five knockouts. Vladimir Shishkin, who faces 13-1 with eight knockouts. DeAndre Axeman Ware in a 10-round super middleweight bout. This serves as the headliner for the Showbox triple header. On Saturday, August 24th, whoo, fight fans, if you like boxing, man, get ready for some boxing overload from Shelyabinsk, Russia on ESPN Plus stateside and BT Sport across the pond you got WBO light heavyweight champ 33 and 3 with 28 knockouts Sergey the Crusher Kovalev who looks to defend his title versus undefeated 18 and 0 with 17 knockouts Anthony Yardy in what is the most anticipated boxing match this weekend this fight has been rumored signed possibly off uh back on lost funding found new funding i mean this fight has been all over the place well finally it's going to happen and a part of the uncertainty surrounding this fight was that after it was announced kovalev's hat got thrown into the ring for one of those many fights that fell through for Canelo for September. Now, that could still be on the line, not necessarily September, but maybe a little later in the year, if Crusher is successful. There have been whispers of him partying and around some poor influences as he's trained and will fight at home because this is his home city. He'll be fighting there for the first time in a long time. Now, Yardy's trainer feels that Crusher is right for the picking because what we know about Yardy pales in comparison to what he feels his fighter's abilities are. Also on Saturday, from San Diego, you have undefeated 10-0 with three knockouts. Connor Coyle battling with 21-4 with four knockouts. The pride of San Diego. Rafael Ramirez. This is scheduled for 10 rounds at middleweight. From Edinburgh, Texas, on Fox Sports 1, you have undefeated 19-0 with 14 knockouts, Brandon the Heartbreaker Figueroa, who takes on 29-4 with 9 knockouts, Javier Nicholas Chispita Chacon, in a 12-round junior featherweight bout. From Hermosillo, Mexico on the zone. I told you, fight fans, this Saturday, you got some boxing to watch if that's what you're into. And your man, the voice definitely is. 
Woo, I don't know how I'm going to catch all these fights, but I will do my best. On the zone, 39-3 with 26 knockouts. Juan Francisco, El Gallo, Estrada will face 16-1. Dwayne, Mr. Stop Running Beeman. On the line will be Estrada's ring and WBC Junior Bantamweight titles. Woo. All right. We're going to take a quick break, step out of the squared circle, and after the break, fight fans, we'll dive into Bellator 225. What up, TJ? You good? Nah, man, I can't find a good sports podcast to listen to. I need something that covers a little bit of everything, you know what I'm saying? For real? You need to check out the MTMV Sports Podcast, bro. They cover everything from the NFL, Major League Baseball, NBA, mixed martial arts, to NCAA football. That sounds like exactly what I need, bro. Where is it at? Is it on iTunes? Yep. MTMV Sports is on iTunes for Apple users, Podcast Republic for Android, Spotify, and the Anchor app. So you have 24-7 access to listen to all the episodes when you need your sports fix. Cool. I'm going to check it out on the drive home. Yeah, and check out that car wash up the street, too. Uh, you got jokes. <laughs> I'll let you later, man. From the Webster Bank Arena in Bridgeport, Connecticut, it's Bellator 225. In headlines and hot takes, I said this card has so many notable fighters on it. You got Crony Gracie, Ricky Bendejas, UFC vets Tim Johnson and Zhu Anyanwu face off against each other at heavyweight. UFC vet and tough ATT vs. Black Zillion alum Sabaho Masi, Mr. Paige Van Zandt, and Dana White Contender Series alum Austin Vanderford, Avi Gozali, plus Connecticut's own Mike Kimball and Nick Newell. And all of that is on the undercard alone. The Curtain Jerker also happens to be the voice's marquee matchup. You have 21-5 Dave the Caveman Rickles, who squares off versus 21-0 Yaroslav Dynamo Amosov at Welterweight. This is the fifth welterweight fight for Caveman. Dynamo beat UFC vets Gerald Harris and Eric Silva in his Bellator debut and sophomore outings, respectively. And the Caveman wants to be the first person to put a blemish on Amasov's record. Before entering Bellator, all of Dynamo's fights were in Eastern Europe. If he wins, Amasov will be thrust into contender status. Now, Rickle said that his fight with MVP humbled him and helped him to become more comfortable in any scenario, including being scared. With seven KOs and six submissions, Dave can win the fight anywhere. The stakes are high. That plus the defining nature of this fight make it the voices marquee matchup. Next up is a heavyweight battle of undefeated nicknameless fighters as 6-0 Tyrell Fortune and 6-0 Rudy Shafarov 
face off against each other. Outside of their records, these fighters also have something else in common. History. They trained together as wrestlers when they were young men. Then they competed against each other in college. Now they'll stand across the cage from one another in MMA. Fortune's entire MMA career has been under the Bellator banner. He started off with two ground and pound wins, went the distance in his next two, then stopped his final two foes, and looks to do the same against Sheffield. This isn't Rudy's first Bellator rodeo, though. The walk to the Bellator cage will be the third in his career. Unlike Fortune, Rudy has stopped 100% of his opponents. He's got five knockouts and one submission. It's a Hard Knocks 365 versus Team Quest Portland matchup. And somebody's soul has got to go. The third fight on the main card pits 7-3 Alejandra Azulera against 4-5 Taylor Turner at Bantamweight. Now this fight was originally scheduled to take place at Flyweight, but there was a change in plans and the two will now compete one weight class up. And in listening to Azul's statements on media day to MMA Junkie, it sounds as if the change was at Taylor's request. Turner is riding a three-fight win streak into this bout, training out of Knoxville Martial Arts Academy with people like OSP. Most of her wins have been by stoppage. Unfortunately, all of her losses have come the same way. Both combatants are 3-2 and two over their last five fights, and unlike Turner, Lara has lost her most recent fights. One to the flyweight champion, Lehman Lay McFarlane, for the belt, the other in a split decision in December. She says she's learned a lot from those losses. Lara says she learned more in those losses than she has in victory. They expose areas that she needed to work on, and that's just what she's been doing. Going all over the world, from Colombia to Italy, and even in Mexico, to sharpen her skills. The co-main event features a heavyweight bout between 21-1 Vitaly Minikoff and 11-7 Javi Icandy Ayala. Minikoff is a former Bellator champ, and he is in uncharted territory as he looks to rebound from his first professional loss. Interestingly enough, it was to the same person that he beat last in Bellator when he defended that championship belt, and that was against Czech Congo. In his return to the promotion, though, Czech checked him and got the victory. Now, Vitaly left with the belt back in 2014 and spent the next five years fighting in his native land, Mother Russia. Ayala's last loss was also to Congo. Eye Candy got back on the winning track, though, by knocking out former UFC heavyweight champ Frank Mir at Bellator 212. Javi has stopped 91% of his foes. Vitaly has stopped 80% of his, and if those trends continue... The judges can sit back and relax on this one while we fight fans enjoy the show-stopping performances of these two warriors. In the main event of the evening, we have 
13 and 6, Matt Meathead Mitrion versus 29 and 7, Sergey the Paratrooper Karitonov. And it's at heavyweight. It's also an immediate rematch of their February fight, which was a no contest due to a low blow. Matt said that's not going to stop him from kicking this time, though. If an opening is there, he's going to take it. He's been working with former boxing champion and fellow Indiana resident, Layman Brewster, as he knows the paratroopers very strong in the area of boxing. Not only that, but he's getting stronger by transitioning away from a plodding style. With 18 knockouts and two submissions, Karitanov has finished 93% of the fighters he has gained a victory over. Meathead is right behind him with an 85% finishing rate. Though he's been training for nearly a year to face this man, Matt seems to be focused on a possible heavyweight title fight against the winner of Bellator 226. In that headlining fight, Congo will take on Bader. And if Matt were to face off against either one of them, it would be a rematch against opponents that have victories over him. Mitrione needs to focus on getting the victory this Saturday before he can look ahead at anything else. Their last fight began and ended with heavy strikes. Hopefully, this time around, for Mitrione carry turn off too, it'll be the same outcome, but with legal blows this time. Up next, the official results. Yeah, yeah! RAERadio.com brings you the block. Every day from 8 to midnight Central Time, we got the best in urban inspirational music. So every night, go on swing through the block on RAERadio.com. Yo, this is Maddie Ray, and you're listening to MTMV Sports. This has been episode 105 of the MTMV main card. And if the Lord says the same, I'll be back at it again next week. From Fort Lauderdale, you have Titan FC on Fight Pass. And Kombache is in Tahoe on zone. Both of these cards are on Friday. Make sure you subscribe to MTMV Sports on your favorite podcast platforms so you get the new episodes as soon as they're available. And if you're loving what we do, We'd appreciate a five-star review. Are you one of the 10 million Dash Radio listeners? If you are, great! We're on that platform every Saturday morning from 10 a.m. Eastern till noon with the MTMV Sports and Music Show on GH3 Radio. That's God's House of Hip Hop. And if you're not one of the 10 million Dash Radio listeners, get the app! You are missing out. Hit us up on the socials. MTMV Sports is our handle for all channels. And we recently launched a Facebook group to interact directly with our listening audience. So join in and give us input on what you want to hear. Sports fans rejoice. My team, my voice. Until next time, it's your man, the voice 
host of the MTMV main card, and I'm sounding off.